Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Every time I put the lineup in the forums premium section, and there's always somebody that responds when they see Phil Bennett. They love the segment. A lot of you in the chat room say the same thing. Phil Bennett with us, Craig Smoke, Paul Catalina, and David Smoke, I had somebody ask me to ask you this question. When you, uh, you, how often when you watch a game, do you watch it as a coach or as a fan? And if you watch it as a coach, what do you focus in on most of the time? You, you know, I definitely watch it as a coach. Um, you know, I look as a, like defensively. I, I look for alignment. You know, when versus formation. Uh, let's see if they have numbers, see if they have angles. Uh, and then I look at course technique and stuff. And then offensively, I look how those guys are tackled. And, uh, and, and, you know, I went to an A&M game this weekend. I watched a half the game and I was in a great seat and I sat there and I said, wow. I said, I probably should have sat up here during the game because you could see everything mm-hmm. blocking schemes. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I look at it as a coach. And, and I appreciate, you know, people that do good things uh, on both sides of the ball. So uh, I enjoy it that way. Phil, um, the Alabama Crimson Tide have a quarterback problem, which is something that Nick Saban hasn't had to deal with in a long time. Oklahoma State, similar thing. Uh, do you subscribe as a coach? I mean, the, the kind of old adage, if you've got two, you've got none. If you've got one, you've got one. Do you subscribe to that at all? Or how do you see it when you have no clear-cut guy on the roster? Well, I've lived it. I, mm-hmm. You know, when I was the head coach at SMU, uh, when, you're, when you're rotating guys, it, it becomes, uh, you know, number one, it's hard to get a game plan because you really don't know what you can do well. Uh, now, one of the things that, that I'm sure with, with Alabama is, is the one kid can run the ball. And I'm sure Nick went in there on Sunday and say, look, you know, we didn't play. You know, we made a change, but he 
gives us the ability to to keep the ball. He has the ability to run. So I'm sure that's why, you know, he, he's back in the saddle. Uh, you know, but you're right. I think if you if you're rotating three people, you got a problem. Coach, how much have you watched of Colorado? I know that's all the talk right now, and, and some people are already deoned out at this point. We're only three games into the year, but it's also something that obviously millions of people are interested in based on the TV ratings. A thrilling victory against Jay Norvell in Colorado State that, quite frankly, Colorado State should have won that game if not for some self-inflicted mistakes. But just what do you make of Dion mania and, and obviously what the Buffs have done up until this point? Well, well, I think the one thing, obviously, especially on offense, uh, the skill level is is better than they've had in in, in many years. Uh, I think Sean Lewis, the offensive coordinator, who, who I've known that, that he was the head coach at Kent State, is really a good football coach. I think Charles Kelly on defense is really a good coach. I just don't think they're as talented uh, as, as they are on offense. So I think they've come in, and, and I think you got to give Dion credit. He's got him believing, and and that's half the battle. And and you know I'm I'm not particularly you know a lot of it's you know on Dion, but I I think the players are to be applauded. They've taken coaching, they've gotten better, and the coaches have done a good job. You know, and I know they haven't beaten. You know, somebody told me said uh, they've only won two games against the winning team, but still last year they won none, and they're three and zero. Oh, so. Um, it's been interesting for me. I, I'm anxious to see. Uh, I'm a seasoned guy. I want to evaluate how, how you know, everything endures. There's been so many changes in, in college football, and there was probably there was a time, uh, Coach, I don't think that Dion would have fit because there were, you know, rules differences and just a time he wouldn't have. But in the, like, just the ocean of change that's happened so so rapidly, it's kind of the perfect time for him. I know it's different, but as an observer, are you kind of enjoying watching what's going on there? Because it is so different than anything we've ever seen. I am. Paul, I am. And, you know, one of the things, uh, Dion, he speaks the truth. You know, he talks about, hey, you know what? You know, everything's not fair. And, And you know what? This is a tough business. And he made a statement. He said it wasn't just the coaches, you know, that were weren't getting done at Colorado. The players weren't. And he said uh, he, he some statement he said in the sixty minute I saw was a very truth. He goes, people don't know how to tell the truth anymore. You know, sometimes you got to say, hey, you're not good enough. You're not getting it done, and you've got you've got to move on. But uh, you know, I I think he's speaking some truth that a lot of people won't say. So. Uh, and I think that's partly why those players are playing at a high level. Coach, you spent uh, some time at Kansas State. They obviously won the Big 12 last year, had a lot of hopes going into this year. Still do, uh, but suffered a loss uh, on a 61-yard uh, walk-off field goal. Uh, have you been walked off on a 61-yarder? And just what's that feeling like from, from a coaching standpoint? But also just your thoughts on what Chris Kleiman's built up there uh, in Manhattan thus far. Well, I think Chris has done a great job. I think last year, uh, you know, sort of epitomized, you know, the Big 12 championship game there in Dallas. Uh, the fan base, which we all know is outstanding. Uh, I think, you know, that, that I knew they were probably going to have a little transition, you know, on defense. And, and I think you saw that. Uh, Missouri played very good. They made big plays. They did a good job. Uh, and, yes, I have been beaten with, with a walk-off. 
uh, actually at the University of Utah. It's it's a hard thing to take. And, and, you know, you think that K-State, with their run game and stuff, that they probably would have won that thing in overtime. But, what you know, you got to give the kickers, dude, what a job. You know, there was a walk-off, I remember, when you gave up 58 as a defensive coordinator, but that was probably the greatest feeling you've ever had, was it not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I laugh about it. I, still, I think I've told you this before, but yep. – uh, me and Gary Patterson, he goes, oh, that's too terrible defense. I said, no, you were a lot worse than mine. (laughs) 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 And the truth of the matter is, uh, you know, you have to own some things. But that day, I think we only gave up 422 yards. They gave up almost 800 yards. Yeah. And, and, And we had a kickoff return, a fumble return. Uh, and, and our boy Callahan, yeah, he walked it off. That was he, pretty exciting. Yeah, they had a pick six and Bryce Petty that pretty much it felt like then it was over. Um, when you think if you're okay, think in the way of Matthew Powlich. You're about to play this team with like alphas everywhere. We know the talent that they have, and talent's always been there. But this seems to be a team that's explosive as hell uh, at Texas, and their defense has. Not just talent, but some grit, too. If you're Matthew Pallage, what do you do? Do you sleep this week? <laughs> you know, you said it first, Smokey. Respect their their, their their vertical game. You know, they can throw the ball vertical. You're going to see that. Um, I, I've watched them both games, and they really feel that they've got a vertical passing game, and they do. Now, I will tell you, Wyoming did not back up an inch. Wyoming played their game. Stayed in the game, and, and without a, cu- a couple of bad breaks, that would have been a heck of a finish. And, and I think you're playing at home. You know, you work against that vertical. Uh, I don't think you have to recreate the wheel. I, I think you've got to really, you know, know, you know what, they're gonna, I'm going to get the deep shot, work it, and, and do some things that will help your safeties and your corners. And if they throw underneath, so be it. Make the tackle and live another play. Uh, you know, I think in the run game, I don't think Texas w- was dominating at all uh, against Wyoming. I think you saw that the uh, Alabama against you, uh, South Florida, Texas wins not as big as, as we all thought it was. So now I, I just – I wouldn't back off. I wouldn't be intimidated. Uh, I would protect the ball deep and then play with it. Make some plays and play great red zone defense. Phil Bennett, longtime college football coach, former Baylor defensive coordinator with us on 365 Sports. Coach, have you ever come across Craig Bull in any of your, like, he, he just very consistent? Oh, let me tell you, I've known Craig forever. When he was a, a young linebacker coach at Nebraska, um, when he went to, you know, he, he he's an excellent football coach. Absolutely as uh you know, and and you know what he he didn't go to Wyoming and say, "Hey, I'm a, I'm I'm going to uh, win and get out of here." He found his place. He enjoys it. Uh, I talked to him last year at the SMU camp in the summer, and he told me he said, "Phil, I've had chances to leave." He said, "But I just like it here. I feel like we can compete." And um, he's really done a nice job. Got a good staff. 
Coach, uh, Georgia uh, was facing a 14-3 deficit at halftime, got it going in the second half, able to come back and, and shut out South Carolina and beat them by 10. But uh, given just their recent success, given the talent level, given that there's not a lot of games, I guess, for them at this point to get super excited over, how much of a concern is that, you think, for Kirby Smart and staff of just this team playing with their food a little bit too much and eventually uh, perhaps could get jump up and get bit by somebody? Well, I, I think the whole SEC, you know, you saw what happened with Florida and Tennessee. Uh, I think it's a, a, a conference for the taking. You know, I tell these Aggies here, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't play well versus Miami, but this league, I mean, you can go uh, from Alabama to Georgia on down. I mean, I really believe for the first time in a, in a bunch of years, uh, every game at stake are winnable by, by either team. Uh, and I think you can throw Georgia in there. I, I think people are finding out that great defense, I think they're still good, but also Stetson Bennett, you know, won back-to-back national champions. He's gone now. Uh, and, and I really believe that league, uh, every week, you know, there's, there's going to be some big games that are won or lost by underdogs. Heidi, would you assess Jimbo's staff shakeup going so far? Well, I, I, I tell you, I like Bobby Petrino. I think he's a, I think he's an excellent football coach. Uh, you know, I think that that their quarterback is playing really well. Uh, they're not in the running game yet, what they need to be. You know, you, if you're ever going to be a championship team, you got to be able to run the ball. And, and I think we all believe that. And they're not there yet. Uh, but their quarterback is active. He extends plays. His act, his accuracy is really good. Uh, they they played last week. The two receivers, their two best receivers, didn't play, but yet they got the ball downfield. Uh, you know, I think defensively, uh, anytime you hold anybody to three, that's good. I just uh, I'd like to see them be consistent against a a good team. You know, and um, like I say, you look at Georgia, uh, you, you look at at Tennessee, Alabama, uh, uh, Florida. All those teams are beatable, and and we're going to see that. Do you think USC is much improved on defense? Who on defense? USC. You know what? I I saw the first game against San Jose, and I said no. Mm, I thought that. Now, one of the things they've done, and I read about it, all their their, uh, portal guys are are now in shape. They're playing now. And from everything I've read, the last three games, they have gotten remarkably better. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, if they can do that, you know, they're, they're, they'll be a force in the, in the championship because offensively, they're, they're pretty dang good. Phil, we've discussed this with you about the NIL transfer portal, and, and, and Dabo has been, been kind of like mm, uh, Gundy, a little bit of that too. Uh, Baylor probably – was not um, locked in like they should be, although I think that's changing based on what Mac Rhodes has told us and also what I learned last week. How hard do you think it is to overcome not being ahead of the curve like some of the, not the Blue Bloods, but like Texas Tech has done an incredible job of not only what they're doing, but hey, by the way, look at us. I've been told that Baylor has stepped it up and they're about to have more I guess you could say more vocal about it. How difficult when you talk to coaches is that to overcome? Oh, is it, well, you know, you and I text about it. I think it's, I think it's a deal breaker. If you're not involved and you're not act, you know, 
because let me tell you something. The Blue Bloods are going to get it. That they got it. They've already got it planned. All these. I know. I know the guy running the 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 deal here in the twelfth man at A and M. I mean, what they're doing is cutting edge, and, and you know all the all those people are, are doing it now. You know, Mike is, is taking a lot of heat. He lost his quarterback. He lost his best receiver. He didn't get involved in the portal. I mean, I think it could be a fatal mistake. I, you know, and I told you, I'd heard that Baylor really wasn't getting into the NIL by some people around. I mean, I think you have to. It's changed. The game's changed. And we can be stubborn. Or, but, but the thing about it, if, if you snooze, you lose. You better get involved and you better uh, get in the mix of it. But I will say this. Let me say this, too. You go back to A&M's number one class. Nobody will ever say yet that it's going to number one class until they win. One of the things I was always pr- proud of at Baylor is we, we evaluated kids right. And and I think that Baylor still can do that, and they have done it. Uh, and, and I think you still have to evaluate right. But you've got to be active to just get in to play with it. The NILs and the and the portal are, are big, and I and I think if yeah, you know, I think Dabo is regretting not probably not being more active right now. Yeah, I get the feeling that he was like in a room full of coaches and said, "You know what? I'm not going to do it. Who's with me?" Yeah. And everybody was like, "Yep," and then walked out the door and went, "Dummy, yeah. Yeah. like hold up, I'm going to go." It works if you keep winning. Yeah, I mean, right? so yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's face it. We're, we're in a world of change right now in college football. I mean, who in the hell 10 years ago would ever thought, hey, Oregon's going to be in the Big Ten? No, I, I no, mean, this yeah. is crazy. So, so if, if, you're not, if you're not active in those two things, uh, I, think, I think you're going to regret it sooner than later. You need to have your head on a, a swivel. You were a part of the backyard brawl, I think, three times when you were at Pittsburgh with Wanstead and then your year you were the interim. You right. won, I believe, the first two. I believe right. that's right. Or lost that's the first right. one and then won a couple yeah. in a row. Can, yeah. West Virginia I, needed a win. They got a win. Can you try to discuss the rivalry, the bitterness, the intensity? of? <laughs> it, it, hey, I took my kids up there. I got to tell you this story. And Maddie was, was, I think Sam was like a junior at Tech. And, and Maddie, I think, was a fresh uh, senior in high school. And I flew them up to the game, and the game was in Morgantown. And and so we had a little coaches section up there, and Dave told me to still, you tell them not to leave the coach's wife. I said, Dave, I've been to robbery, Texas OU, Texas A. He goes, Phil, this is different. I'm telling you. And I'm telling you, when we got off the bus, there was a six-year-old that was sitting there with his dad, and he's looking at us. And he had one of them coonskin hats on. We get off, and Dave said, "Hey, little buddy!" And the guy shoots it. The kid shoots him the finger and says, "F you, Juan said." And I'm going, "Holy! Oh my God! God. Six yeah, six years old." And and my daughter, after the game, comes up to me and said, "Dad, I sat next to a grown man that had a T-shirt said, I'd rather my daughter be in a slut than go to pit.' Oh my God!" Yeah. No way! <laughs> Think oh about God. that. You 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 got to really hate somebody to wear a grown man oh. to wear that. 
Oh. It, it, I mean, they don't like each other. You know, they're only 50 miles apart. It's yeah. crazy. There's a question on the chat. There's a few, but the last one for you, and a thank you for your time. Is there a job in college football where you might, if someone called uh, to be a defensive coordinator or whatever it would be, that you would re- you'd come out of retirement, or are you done? You know, I'm still very healthy. I work out. I, I'm to the point, of, and you know what? I had this year. I had, I think I told you, I had some really nice opportunities. I just felt like I needed to be home and, and sort of get some things grounded here. And I told my wife I would. I just don't think you ever say never, uh, but it would have to be under my terms. That's it. And, and, and you know, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But uh, you know, it did this year, and I, I, and and one of them came very close and. Uh, and it was sort of a, it was sort of a bucket list for me. And, Whoa. Uh, but it, but it, but it just didn't. Uh, and I understand they couldn't, they couldn't. Uh, there was a couple of things that I wanted that just couldn't do, and I understood it. But I, I, I uh, you never say never. You know that, Dave. It's, uh, it's in my blood. I think I can do it well. And I, I've, I've been, I tell people this. I've never had a bad job. I've been so fortunate, and I've worked with the best of the best. And uh, so I would never – it would really have to be a good situation. We're going to start naming conferences and knock down the list of who your bucket list was with. But uh, <laughs> we won't do that to you. Thank you, Phil. All Appreciate your time. You, there, was a hey, there was a beach involved. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that, that – well, that, that, that rolls it down quite a bit. Yeah, they don't have a team in Corpus Christi. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> you know you what? T- if they did, I'd apply for it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Coach. As always, right, thank guys. you very much, have a good week. Phil Bennett, longtime football coach, and was a defensive coordinator with Coach Browse at Baylor. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.